Please bow your heads with me in a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray today that you would gather us not only with one another, but through your Holy Spirit, with all your disciples, all your followers in all places and time, that we would be fed by you, nourished and sent out in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so today we have call stories of the two probably most important people outside of Jesus in all of the New Testament, Peter and Paul. Peter becomes the leader of the church in Jerusalem. Paul becomes the voice of the church to the Gentiles. And through their work, you and I are here today. You and I are here today because Peter and Paul told the story of Jesus with the other disciples and led his people to witness to what Jesus did and how Jesus showed up in their lives time and time again. But I think that both Peter and Paul never forgot their call. And both of them have a similar thing. We often think about call stories as changing us. We, we look at uh, the story of Saul especially, and uh, he, he, not only, he gets a new name, right, from Saul to Paul. That's a change, right? He's a whole new person, we say. Um, he, he went from persecuting Christians to creating to uh, encouraging and calling Christians. That's an enormous change. But I want you to think about for just a moment uh, the person of Saul. Before that call comes, what was Saul known for? Intellect, <laughs> zealousness, Commitment, persistence. What is he doing in this story that we have to, before us right now? He is leading the charge of his faith to purify it, to call it back to its roots, to make it as clear as it can be so that there's no disruption, no... Uh, uh, messing up of the faith that they had. And he thought that the best way to do that was to do what? Was to go out and to find these followers of the way who were infesting themselves among his people and leading them away from the call that they had known to be God's people by following the laws and the commands and the call that they had held to or tried to hold to for centuries before. Paul, who knows it, goes to these synagogues to round up those who would call them to someone else, to following after Jesus. And he will arrest them and he will bring them back to Jerusalem 
for trial because he's committed to his call, dedicated to his ministry, and not afraid to stand up to whoever might oppose him. Those are the very same characteristics. The very same characteristics that make Paul a leader of the church among the Gentiles. There's one change. It's not in him. It's in whom he serves. It's in who he knows to be Lord. It's in that call. His change comes when he says a simple question. Who are you, Lord? And the answer comes, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It changes Paul's mission. It doesn't change Paul. It changes his mission. He has new orders. He has a new outlook. He's still the same person. It's because he's the same person that if you were to read on the, the next part of this uh, chapter, verses 7 through 20, which were alternate reading for today, um, but I'll summarize it for you. What happens there is a man named Ananias, part of the community in Damascus, uh, that Paul was sent to, uh, to, to root out and to bring back to Jerusalem, uh, is also called. He's called to uh, come and to minister to Saul, this one who is now blinded by his encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus. He's heard about Saul. He knows what he's came, come there to do. He knows this man, and that's his question to the Lord when the Lord calls him, uh, Lord, don't you know who this man is? <laughs> He has been rounding up our people everywhere and bringing them to prison. And the Lord answers Ananias and says, I've given him a new calling. He will be a light to the Gentiles. Go and serve him. And so he does. But the question becomes, how can we serve this one? He's the same person. <laughs> and we would do well to notice that. It's part of this story in John's Gospel as well. When Peter comes uh, and calls the disciples out to uh, go fishing, what's he doing? He's going back to his own old life, right? I wonder about Peter's state of mind. I wonder if Peter is in that same state of mind that, that I've been in so many times, where I realize how many mistakes I've made. And I think God couldn't possibly want me for this job anymore. It'd be better if I just went back and did what I understand and know because this whole leading people and following Jesus thing is too darn hard. And I don't know how to do it most days. Let's go fishing. <laughs> and the disciples say, okay, we're with you. And Peter 
does his usual thing. Oh, it's the Lord. All right, let me put my clothes on and jump in the water and I'll be there. Uh, Whatever. Peter is who Peter is. When you read the gospel story, Peter doesn't change a lot. When you uh, see what Peter does after uh, after this third appearance, after this call, when he establishes the church, Peter is who he is. He has all kinds of problems with Paul because Paul doesn't seem to pay attention to all the things that Peter cares so desperately about. He doesn't change his view of how we are going to do this. He holds tight to what he's said. Because Peter is Peter, and he isn't changed as much as his mission changes. It's not anymore about, am I good enough? Because Jesus answers that question for him. Where Jesus answered the question for Paul of who am I? And the answer of who is God came to Paul as I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. That changed everything. But that's not Peter's question. Peter's question is, am I cut out for this? I've had that question. And the answer comes from Jesus multiple times. The answer comes in the form of a question. Do you love me? Yes. Then you're cut out for this. But I've made a bunch of mistakes. Do you love me? Yeah, you know that I do. I just can't do this. Tend my sheep. Feed my lambs. Feed my sheep. Do you love me? You see, the change for Peter isn't who he is. It's that who he is is who God invites just as he is. Dear friends, how many of us spend our lives trying to change who we are only to find that we make the same dumb mistakes over and over again? Perhaps we need to hear that the question isn't us becoming somehow different than we are, but really understanding that all we are called to do is to love Christ and to feed his sheep. And that even when we fail, Jesus never fails to come back to you and to say again, do you love me? I've got more for you to do.
what changes in us is not always what we want. What changes is in us is what the Holy Spirit helps us to see. That God is at work. That God changes us. That God makes us one. That God can use people like Peter and Paul. That God can use people like you and me. Because it's not about us being different first or after, but knowing who we serve and that we have work to do. May God change us today in his way that we may hear his call. Follow me. Amen. Now with the whole church,